You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I'm here today with Rick and Paul, as usual. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, it's all right. Thanks yourself. I'm pretty darn good. You, Paul? I I'm also I'm also well. I got I got a thing in the mail today from a dear friend. I got Police Quest Three EGA from Anna, and I love Ooh. you and thank you so much. I'm excited <laughs> to image them discs and have fun with that later. Oh, I'm excited for you. Yet, yeah, let me know how those uh, images go. Uh, I, I myself, I'm also super excited. We have a guest here on the podcast. Uh, he's a very versatile actor with an entertainment career that spans over more than 30 years, including TV shows like Jag and Down Home, movies such as Alien Species, as well as video games, with a most notable role as Don Gordon, professional photographer <laughs> come demon from Roberta Williams' Phantasmagoria. He has also recently done a voiceover in the new FMV game that was just released in May, Dark Nights with Poe and Monroe. I am super pleased to introduce to all of you, David Holm. Howdy, y'all. That's, that's the way we <laughs> greet folks here in the land down under here in Howdy. Texas. <laughs> well, Howdy, welcome to the show. It is a great, uh, great honor and pleasure to have you on. Uh, it, the pleasure and honor is all mine. I, I've been listening to you guys for quite a while and I... I want to thank you uh, so much for putting me in such a good class and caliber of, of folks. I'm, I'm very flattered. We're very uh, flattered that uh, you are here on the podcast with us today. We have lots of questions uh, for you, some of us. Uh, Paul, I think uh, you played uh, Phantasmagoria when you were actually maybe younger than you should have been. Yeah, I did. Uh, it really traumatized me, and I have a lot of emotional baggage. <laughs> oh, your, your English is so good. <laughs> are, you, are, are you confronting a demon here, Paul? Like, is this a, like, a, are, are, is this like a traumatic uh, uh, interaction or intervention or whatever you call it? Yeah, that's why it's just audio only. I couldn't handle the video as well. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Well, that's that's really good because my 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 very good friend Carl Nemec, he was the telephone guy that I put the axe in his head. Mm -hmm. Right, Carl yeah, with the axe he, in his head. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's one of my he is probably my best friend from Hollywood after all the years, but uh, very very close. Uh, he sent me a nice message earlier and said, "Hey, uh, good luck on the podcast." Listen, it's a podcast. Do it naked. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the rule we've always subscribed to, so I'm glad you came prepared and we didn't have to tell you. <laughs> okay, don't hit the camera button. <laughs> I'd have to charge you at least 20 bucks. I don't know. <laughs> That's Patreon. Yes. <laughs> well... Yeah, let your child be older than, what were you, nine when you played it? Yeah, probably nine or ten. Yeah, something like that. I, I still, <laughs> yeah. to this day, I, I have an aversion to gardening and, and, and hoes. Well, well, not those <laughs> kind, the gardening kind. Yeah, the other ones are great. <laughs> oh, 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 good, that's clear. Good. <laughs> oh, that's great. You became a vegetarian and everything? <laughs> No absinthe? You don't, you don't like to drink absinthe? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what absinthe is, Paul? You, you seem to be confused. It's, 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 it's green. And, and, it's and, green. And, you, and you maybe hallucinate? 
Uh, you, you, you can see fairies, yes. <laughs> oh, perfect, the, okay. The I'd original like absence, it was made with uh, the wormwood yeah. uh, extract, and that was what caused it. And, and you can actually still get it with a percentage of the wormwood extract, at least here in Canada, but the percentage is so low, it you'd have to drink so much to cause the hallucinations that you'd probably end up with alcohol poisoning first. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yes. I gotta say, I, I know it's supposed to be hallucinogenic, but I've never... Um, I, I've, I've tried absinthe a few times and I've mm -hmm. tried eh, fair quantities of it. Like I've had more <laughs> than one drink of it and yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really do anything to me. No, you need to go back in time. I don't think I even really get drunk off it. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've had, uh, especially over in Holland, uh, yes, which is the good stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've had plenty. Uh, I didn't hallucinate any more than I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> Normally. <laughs> what is the normal level? <laughs> what what, well, what is a Tuesday afternoon for David home? <laughs> uh, it really depends on on whether I need to go clean my mom's toilets out or you know. <laughs> is that something to... you? Is that something you have to do often? Uh, yeah, well, you know, when the call comes, mm -hmm. I'm in the car and go take care of whatever shit mom needs taken care of. Uh -huh. She knows who to call when she needs the drain cleaner brought over. Yeah, and the drain cleaner I hadn't even thought of until you said that. So, <laughs> yes, I need to stock up. I've been out for a while. I hear you get real ornery if you don't get some on time. <laughs> uh, not like in the old days, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mellowed with time. <laughs> you know, before uh, before we get into the Fantas uh, story, how it came about and all, whatever you guys would like to hear, uh, I do want to say thank you very much to Roberta and Ken um, for mm -hmm. taking me on that journey because it was a fantastic, probably my favorite. I mean, I've starred in 30 movies, a lot of TV, a lot of stuff. And that was Definitely my favorite, even though I had no clue as to what I was doing when we started. Hmm. I don't think, I don't think, uh, I know I didn't. I don't even think Victoria, I don't even think we owned a computer right. when we started doing that, let alone played games. So anyway, I want to thank Roberta. Yeah, because I was back, it, it came out in 95. So like, what, what about, would you have been filming that? Uh, ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, okay. mm -hmm. ninety five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know it took like. uh yeah. Yeah. Roberta said it took like two years to get it all done. I just, uh, I, I know a little bit. Yeah, about yeah. Everything they needed to do, um, which I was blown away once I really mm -hmm. was able to see what that entailed. But uh, yeah, the, the actual shooting with with us, Victoria started a couple weeks before me. A lot of the stand and turn and you know those, those moments. Uh, and then uh, we worked for at least three months. Yeah, because I believe um, I believe I read, as well as it was verified by Roberta herself in person, uh, that was about four months of shooting, mm -hmm. which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that is an incredibly long time for shooting. Well, I'm. It, it was uh, Roberta was uh, fabulous. I mean, she was so uh, giving. Uh, I never saw. Anyone with such tenacity and passion about a project, and uh, you know, it was her creation, and she was so open to suggestions, and and we laughed so much. Uh, she told me one day, "You're my villain, and you're the funniest person I've just about ever met." Well, there we are. <laughs> it was such a nice set, and and uh, great Bill, Mark, everybody, everybody was wonderful. Mm -hmm. 
I'm kind of curious, taking a step back from there, how did you hear about the role? Was there, I guess more so, how did you hear about the role? And also, was there like secrecy behind the project when you when you first caught wind? Uh, this is this is funny. Um, I saw it written on a bathroom wall, and uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I, uh, Ken sends me. <laughs> Ken that's terrible. Yeah. I make sure nobody believes that. Um, I um, at that point, I think I had I don't know starred in twenty something movies. I was doing well, TV and stuff, and uh, I loved Hollywood, loved the work, loved the money, loved you know had some friends, but you know it's such a negative place, and. Mm-hmm. I have a super bright spirit, so that was always a, a little bit of a a fight for me. So I discovered a way around it was uh, after I would finish a guest star on a show or, or whatever project, I had two places. I had about an hour and 45 minutes out of town up in the Col- uh, California mountains, this beautiful place, hmm. and I would pitch my tent, take my telescope, and hang out for a few days, get my karma and everything back in in order and or else I would go to Laughlin Nevada and gamble <laughs> <laughs> I had I had uh, I had uh, actually shot a movie in Laughlin so I found out about it it's like a little bitty Las Vegas but it was very laid back and small at that time and so uh, by this point you know we still had pagers beepers or mm-hmm, you check your answering right. machine well, they came out with a cell phone, but this was that huge thing that looked like you, you know, stole it from a Humvee, a uh, big military looking phone <laughs> yes. with a six pound battery. Well, I bought one because, you know, it was a status symbol. Uh, it was like 600 a month back then for this thing. Yeah. And no, no calls stayed completed very long. But so I had that and I was in, uh, I was in Laughlin. I just checked in. I carried it with me all the time just in case I got a call and I was just sitting down playing a slot machine and the phone rang and it was for Phantasmagoria it was casting wow. director and uh I had done a couple movies with them before you know um, B movies I started a lot of B movies but uh I talked to them for just a few minutes I went uh, a game uh so I'm I'm a pixel character I mean uh I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I have no idea. Doesn't, doesn't sound great right at the moment. And I just got here. I want to kick back and all that. So hung up the phone. And uh, a few minutes later, the phone rang again and said, is this David home? I said, uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Hi, my name's Sonny. My husband, Peter's directing this game. And we, we really want to see you for this. And <laughs> the conversation, I, I'm from Texas too, by the way, and had a little conversation with her. And uh, I said, okay. And, and I, I think I hopped a little plane the next morning, flew back. I went back and then, then went back to the casino. But I went back to L.A. and went into the studio. And it was Roberta and I believe Mark. Uh, the director, uh, I can't remember anybody else that was there, and had no clue as to what this was, and they handed me a couple sides, and Victoria was there. And uh, so my, my way is to always go out and read it by myself at first, so I can mm-hmm. visualize, feel, whatever it is. And I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. This is all over the, all over the place, and I can, mm-hmm. I can be crazy. Hardly ever get to be crazy. 
So, and then uh, Victoria came out and we rehearsed for, I don't know, 10 minutes, but we clicked right off the mm -hmm. bat. Mm -hmm. And we went in and read it a time or two. And, and uh, Roberta had such a big smile on her face and everybody was offered me the job and said, this is uh, Victoria, your star. She's, she's already been working a little bit with us. And so it was a day or two later, I was to fly up to Oakhurst and flew up a little prop plane and got off the plane. I still had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> uh, just sounded cool and got off the plane. And I think it was Bill that met me there uh, with a script that was 300 and something pages, like a miniseries. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> I'm, I'm used to about 120 pages max. So uh, drove me to where I was staying and then uh, said, we're going to do this and this tomorrow, light day. So you have time to read the script tonight. So I'm like, okay. And I went through it and uh, went, wow, this is, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and I'm still thinking in movie terms because I, I was doing so much of that. And then uh, the next day we shot the thing at the lake, you know, the photos. And then next couple of days, the easy scenes with us, you know, photography, getting to know each other, nothing serious, serious until like the third day. And then it was one of the crazy scenes. <laughs> and I didn't know the story well enough then. And everything's blue. There's no <laughs> set. There's no nothing. And uh, so... I'm used to movies, you know, certain, you know, way of performing. And then Roberto's like, uh, this is going to be a game. Okay. Not a movie. So it needs to be bigger. And then we're going to shrink you. And I didn't have a clue. And, you know, and I heard Roberta mention it as well, you know, and this is from the start. We're working it and, uh, uh, Victoria, your left foot, move over. Okay, out of the kitchen. Okay, now you're in the room. David, your right hand is in the attic or upstairs. Um, <laughs> and, wow, what's this place look like? Didn't actually get to see renditions for, I don't know, a week or two of what it actually looked like. Um, mm -hmm. Roberta took us over to the main uh, area where all the people are working on their computers and I was blown away. I was like, wow, all these people working on a little piss here and there. And and then I saw some renditions. I was like, well, they said it was a big house, but geez, this is, this is, <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, to change your perspective a little. And I remember at the airport when he gave me the script, I said, so what, what, what is it? This is huge. What is this about? He said, it's, it's a horror game. Uh, just think of The Shining and you're like Jack, but even more possessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which sounded great to me. Once I saw the renditions and all that, though, um, it, it helped so, a lot. I, I wish I would have known much more about shooting a game and everything than I did then. So mm -hmm. I could have contributed a little better in some of my performance. But it was brand new for all of us. Mm hmm I mean, I think a lot of people these days would probably not really appreciate exactly how um, unheard of it would be to be filming in all blue screen at the time. I mean, like, you know, nowadays, filming in a green screen studio is uh, pretty standard for a lot of blockbusters anyways. So it's happened quite a bit since then. But at the time you did it, I, I'd say you'd probably be one of the first to do it, like uh, shooting entirely in a blue screen studio. 
And in Phantasmagoria, uh, Victoria and I were, if I remember, like the first, we actually had to go in and have a meeting at the union. Uh, that was before SAG and AFTRA had merged. And I mm-hmm. think this was done under AFTRA. And we were like the first two contracts, something, because mm-hmm. nobody knew, even the union didn't know exactly how to pay and do all this. And, uh, you know, only thing they pointed out, there would be no residuals really mm. sucked but mm-hmm. you know so we 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 went in and 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 did that but then i uh and this is recent and this is because i was listening to one of your podcasts <laughs> and i heard the name of a game the company i went wait a minute i have some big chests you know one's costumes i wore and movies and stuff and another one's signed scripts and photos and and mm. uh contracts and i went and dug through that this is a few weeks ago uh, Mm -hmm. and i can't remember which interview i was listening to of yours but then i found the first game i actually ever did it was in the trade papers uh, hollywood reporter all that the sag contracts for a game screen actors Mm -hmm. guild oh yeah and so yeah a bunch of us said hey that sounds cool and went and i mean there were a thousand people in line already i mean it was huge and wow. I said, I said, oh, this is crazy. But we stood in line, and uh, if I'm going to stand in line, by God, I'm going to get it. And I got it. <laughs> I, I, wow. I got the, the part. It was like Sam Jones or something like that, and I think it was Electronic Arts. And it was a, I went in, and I only shot two days in a green screen studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, you know, never had any idea. It was just a job. Did it, and... So I'd forgotten all about doing that. So that Phantasm was actually my second game. Wow. wow. Nice. So you'd already played a game and then you thought, oh, I, I kind of know what I'm getting into. But then, then you Not came into it. <laughs> you're like, this is entirely different. Hundreds of pages of script. I mean, every conversation has to have so many responses. It was like a movie and a movie plus. Yeah, no, the first one was, uh, you know, I, I had to wear a, a suit at one time, had some dots on it. Uh-huh. You know, it's all green screen. And then the one day I just had clothes on and I mean, I can barely remember this, you know, and I didn't have too many lines. Um, and I thought I was over a thousand people standing in line for this two days of work. Good grief. <laughs> but wow. it was fun. It was good. And I forgot all about it until I heard your podcast a couple uh-huh. weeks back. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm kind of curious. How did you uh, find the size of the crew at Phantasmagoria compared with other movies and shows that you had worked on previously? Well, in the movies, you know, there's quite a bit of people going around doing their thing. On Phantas, mm-hmm. it was a very set group of, of folks in the studio, a very close-knit, tight group. We had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd watch, you know, and there'd be a camera moving here and one dollying around and one spinning sometimes. And, you know, again, n- neither Victoria or I had a real concept of what everything was around us. We were just in one spot and <laughs> trying to, you know, do that moment. The crew was great, though. Uh, it was fantastic. It really was so mm-hmm. much fun. I'd love to do that again. Mm-hmm. Knowing what I know now. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I, do you think that maybe... Is it that you wanted to have more of an idea of exactly the scene that you were looking for and it would have helped to have seen it first? Or do you think just by playing the game after you were in it, that's where you got the deeper understanding from that you wished you had at first? 
No, a little bit prior to playing mm -hmm. the game, because by then I had seen a great deal of the renderings. I'd seen the, the little trailers they made. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, that told us a lot, you know, once we saw a little bit of completed piece. I wasn't even in the first one, but we saw a lot of the house and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know, by the time day three or four, you know, and, and usually on a movie script, I know it inside out, everybody's lines, everything. This thing was so big and not written completely like a movie script that you know, I was a little lost. And then by the time day three or four, I can't remember, but, you know, and uh, time to let the hair down and you get really crazy at this part. And uh, I wasn't sure how possessed I was then. Uh, and I'd already shot those first scenes, which play very much like a movie scene, um, normal. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the director, uh, Roberta, no, crazier, louder, crazier, <laughs> but we're going to shrink you. And it, I remember saying, really, the, it doesn't feel natural. Is <laughs> 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 uh, 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 two demons or seven demons? I mean, I, I, you know, but just the performance, uh, I just had to trust, you know, and do whatever. Um, it, was, it was great. It was a great experience. Mm -hmm. No matter what. Now, quite often in movies, they you know film wherever based on um, based on the schedule, so it could be shot out of sequence uh, from the script. Uh, for Phantasmagoria, did you shoot like uh, pretty chronologically, or did was it all over the place in terms of no, the sequencing? Yeah, it was all over the all over the place. I mean, I've got some some of the storyboards I was looking at, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it bounces around. I don't know if that was uh, how they needed to send it to the, the big crew, the people who really, you know, did so much work. I couldn't believe, mm -hmm. I couldn't believe all the people over there working on just a little segment, this person and that person. And, and, and I, you know, I was clueless to that. Just, I was blown away at how much was going into this. Mm -hmm. I was curious, um, do, do you have uh, any any standout behind-the-scenes stories from your time at filming that, I don't know, stand out as particularly funny or cheeky or debaucherous or just anything fun from behind-the-scenes <laughs> to share? <laughs> well, I don't want to be sued at this point, but uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I was laughing when I listened to uh, Corey, Lori, uh, Cole, uh, when they brought up the uh, Oakhurst way you drive around and the uh getting pulled over because all of us got pulled over numerous times <laughs> it just got to be a thing uh, but i had forgotten about that and laughed and went oh yeah i remember getting pulled over several times and, you live up here no i'm shooting a game a what uh, uh, a, a game what what is that phantasmagoria <laughs> never mind never mind i'm gonna give you a warning <laughs> <laughs> I never got a ticket, so it worked. But Bass oh, Lake, Oakhurst, great place. Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, all of, Victoria and I were, you know, we're in hog heaven. Beautiful location, beautiful place, and uh, making, you know, great money and nowhere to spend it, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, it was fun. Um, it was funny because uh, it was after the fact, after the game. And uh, Victoria was looking through my script. This is back when we were in L.A. And and uh, I I wrote down all of Roberta's notes. I would anyway. And but Roberta's notes, director's notes, my notes, and uh, 
um, she was like, oh, I wish I'd have written a lot of that down. I mean, I'm, I'm very detailed in all this. Uh, yeah, so um, this, this script, by the way, I'm going to make a copy and sign it and have it for auction for the Children's Miracle Network charity coming up that Gene does. Mm, last year really. I signed a game. Yeah, last year I signed a game. So uh, I think this would, nobody has this <laughs> at oh, all. Wow. But, but, but Victoria found a, a page in there and she said, what is this? They made you sign this? Well, it was uh, informal, but I had to sign it, got a copy, but it was basically from the director. Uh, I can't remember if it was from Roberta and them, but it, it said during uh, the shooting of Phantasmagoria all the way through the post, you will not mountain climb, hang glide, scuba dive, <laughs> uh, uh, repel, you know, because I, I love to do all these things. And I guess it, it gotten around in the director. He, he was just making sure that I wouldn't do anything to physically. Actually, it said. You will do nothing that will physically mutilate your body or cause something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I signed it, and it was in my script. And she said, wow, I can't oh, believe they made great. you sign that. And I said, yeah, well, I do, had a reputation. I went through stunt school. So, you know, I like to do, I like to do whatever, you know, but not them. Oh. <laughs> I was uh, reading through some uh, older interviews with Roberta Williams, and, and she mentioned a time that uh, Robert Miano did a song and dance routine wearing his severely burned Carno costume and makeup on set. Do you have any recollection of that happening? No, I probably wasn't there that day. <laughs> I'm just Rob trying to imagine the scene. <laughs> Rob Robert was a was a hoot, and, and we we knew each other well, well from Los Angeles, and Took a lot of master classes and you know workshops and things together and hung out so he was a hoot he was, he was a good good soul everybody was yeah it sounds like you guys had a, a great team all together uh, for such an intense game there was a lot of uh, camaraderie and uh it seems like a good humor about it it was and like i said roberta was wide open to suggestions or trying something um the um the only uh, regrets anything you ever do you look back and you go, oh, I wish I could have done that part again or that part and I have a few of those with Phantasmagoria and it's the crazier parts because it it wasn't it wasn't like the movie style you know it was uh it was so exaggerated and I didn't I didn't know how it was going to come across I just knew it was exaggerated um but then again never did a game so um mm -hmm. uh Victoria was uh probably one of the best uh biggest heart big soul giving actresses I ever worked with. We, we got along perfect from mm. day one. It was so easy. It wasn't even like, you know, a job with us. So she, she made my part so much easier. Yeah, there is a visible chemistry between you guys all the way through. Uh, when you're playing the game, you can just tell that you guys jive really well together. And, and that definitely uh, works well with the whole setup because you guys have this fantastic chemistry in the beginning and, and she is, she just doesn't want to believe that something's up with Dawn. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I don't believe in ghosts. There's, you know, there's really, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And, and, you know, I mean, I understand Roberta had to take it to extremes to really show like, no, you know what, something really serious is happening. So, so I loved your chemistry all the way through. 
Yeah, it, it was. It, it from the from the moment of the audition, I, I knew it too. You, you do as an actor. After a while, at a point, and I knew it. I knew it then. I knew that would be no problem, even mm -hmm. though I had no idea what the script was. Uh, <laughs> uh, I knew it was going to come off well, definitely between us. Mm -hmm. So when it came out, did you uh, did you know people? Like, did you have friends who uh, played the game shortly thereafter? Like, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I did. So it was about one year from the time I uh, we finished till I was um, I did a, a another movie shortly after that before I could fly home to Texas to see my family. And I come home, and you know, first question was, "What did y'all think of the game?" Well, and I look over, it's not even opened. It's sitting on the mantle. I went, oh. <laughs> Mom, Dad, my two sisters. I went, none of you played the game? Well, if it was a movie, we would have watched it, but I'm not sure, we're not sure how to do this. I went, oh, my Lord. <laughs> Good grief. All seven CDs wouldn't fit in there at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, the game was kind of intended to be made for the more general audience or audiences that didn't play computer games as often. So they made the puzzles a little bit less head scratching and a little bit more straightforward, I think, for this game in general. So hopefully that made it more accessible to some of your friends, David, at the time that didn't generally play those types of games. Well, uh, many of my friends were much more computer oriented than me at the time. Mm -hmm. But yes, I think it I think it helped open it up to a, a much bigger audience uh, worldwide. Um, I, I they had a they had a thing uh, uh, play Phantasma Glory Online or something like that a while back, and I got a kick out of listening to some of those because some of them were in German and, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know women love the game, although. Uh, I got more fan mail, probably from men than, than even women. It was crazy. Really? <laughs> um, but when I was listening to the, the play the Phantasm thing, you know, a lot of it was guys saying, oh, seriously, you want to play this thing? You know, because they were probably playing uh, uh, shoot them up, mm -hmm. drive the car, yeah. you know, whatever. And um, I heard a couple of them, and I was just laughing my ass off because they said, here, let me do it. And none of them were making it through it. <laughs> I died. I got to start over. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did I need to pick up? This is crazy, man. <laughs> I have to think too much. <laughs> yeah, you can't mash the X button out of this one, buddy. You're gonna have to think a little. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we uh, were doing it, and then we um, we got to the rape scene coming mm -hmm. up, and I hadn't disgusted or anything and, and uh, Roberta said okay tomorrow we're gonna do it's very risky you know we're really pushing the limit but a, a rape scene and I'm thinking on the blue screen no set rape screen okay um, what exactly are we gonna do and so we, we kind of choreographed it out and uh, uh, again Victoria was great and I said just uh, I have no idea just like, just, just go for it and, I said, uh, okay, well, if we're pushing the limit, then uh, you're shooting from where? Back there behind me? Great. I'm going to take my underwear off. Make sure you get my ass in here. <laughs> and they wouldn't do it. <laughs> it, would have, it would have made the game. I don't know why they didn't include your ass. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I rarely offer that to begin with. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And I thought, well, if we're pushing it, let's you know, give them something to look at. <laughs> I wasn't sure what all they would see in the blue screen or how how it would come off. 
you know, so yeah. we were both a little nervous about that. Isn't it kind of funny yeah. though? It's like I mean, we're going to shoot this rape scene, but it's like, but but no nudity. Just you know, we, that's too far. <laughs> that's the line. Yeah. yeah. That's the line. <laughs> I, I was blown away. I said, like, really? <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. I'm I'm just amazed you you choreographed a rape scene. That that alone sounds <laughs> like a, a sight to see. I imagine just whispering "I'm sorry"s to Victoria as you're going along. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had to choreograph it because, you know, there was no set. So yeah. I had to make sure I wasn't pushing her into another room or... Um, exactly. Uh, Stay in front of the, the sink. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's also one of those things you probably don't get, like, a, okay, just improvise it kind of thing. Like, I'm pretty sure you had to yeah. kind of block yeah, yeah, it right. out. Yeah, <laughs> You don't want to nail that the first time, you know, that would be so suspicious. <laughs> You're a little too good at this scene. <laughs> <laughs> then I would insisted to show my ass. <laughs> uh, and Roberta was, was so, she was so wonderful. Uh, tomorrow, okay, you know her high little voice. Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow, um, we're going to be doing the rape scene and pushing <laughs> the limit. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. Was that her actual direction? We're pushing the limit? Yeah, she, uh, pushing, uh, pushing, we're really pushing the boundaries. It's going to be very controversial. Um, uh, but we're going to go for it. We're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think it got the game banned. But no places. buts. Yeah. <laughs> no buts about it. <laughs> yeah, Australia, I believe. Um, I think it was Australia. Yeah. Banned and it? Yeah. Uh, Compu, Compu Center, I believe. And there were some other stores, too, that just refused to sell it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Australia. That's funny because I got more fan mail from there than anywhere, <laughs> just about. Go figure. <laughs> you know, this was the... This is this is the old days, okay? This is when people actually wrote a letter. Mm -hmm. They either had, you know, you can look you up on the actors' union and send it. So we got some that way. Um, I had a PO box. I get a lot in there. And that's coming from the union address. But a lot of them were sent to Sierra. They delivered, you know, a huge batch one day, and we were both blown away uh, mm -hmm. going through them. And uh, I got the best. I have to say, uh, because uh, I got, uh, I don't know how many Polaroids or pictures of uh, a naked girl somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Brazil, somewhere. Your eyes to me so blue. Pleased oh, wow. to meet you one day. I was like, wow, I'm going to catch a red eye, Tori. Uh, <laughs> get the return address real quick. Uh. <laughs> crazy that people took the time and, and did that that was funny mm -hmm. well it was an effective scene you almost didn't know where it was going at the beginning because it was you guys started out like so loving and kind and almost passionate and she was unsure but then you kind of convinced her into it but then you're just like boom here's the scene and it's just gonna like blow everybody's mind <laughs> right 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 yes same thing with the, the drain cleaner that went on for me forever i was like oh my god i'm never buying another drain cleaner bottle again i i hope this is pivotal in this game because that, that we that went on a lot and uh there's only so many ways you can say it and and be under the sink <laughs> what, what do you figure a rough estimate would be like the most number of takes you ever had to do for a shot Mm, some of the more complicated ones were eight, eight, nine, and that was more for camera and staging. Okay. Uh, than anything, uh, you know, and there was there were some of them, 
that, uh, and if I had insisted, I, I know Roberta and the director, I, I know they would have let me do something over again. You know, sometimes I did, but some of the crazier stuff, because it just felt very unnatural to me compared mm -hmm. to what I've been shooting. And, uh, you know, I'd say, really? Uh, nope, that's good. That That's going to, that's it's a game, remember, not a movie. And mm -hmm. we're going to shrink you and... Uh, we need that extra, and, and like, okay, <laughs> okay. And you said, uh, you said Roberta was really, um, she was really encouraging of if you had any suggestions. Uh, did, were there any suggestions that you um, that you presented that made it into the uh, that they made it into the final product that wasn't there or was like was slightly changed from the original script? Uh, yeah, I'm sure there were. I'm sure there were a number of them, but they there were small things lying here or there or. or uh, a, a way of, of doing it and i don't remember mm, offhand to give any kind of a accurate but yeah yeah roberta was very open mm -hmm. it was kind of like improv almost i think it is she said in, in one of the interviews that as much as it was following the script it was really thinking on your feet a lot as well it was a lot a lot of improv a lot of mm -hmm. improv oh uh, and i had just stopped really smoking cigarettes when Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. giving a cigarette after cigarette, so that blew that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was a smoker again. Yeah. You know, I got to ask, how long did you keep the long hair for? I love my long hair. Uh, and it was a, a, a fluke that it was that long right at that time. Um, Super long. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the longest I think I've ever had it. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, I had a few projects and it just kept working. And then after the game, uh, I loved my long hair. Plus I knew people would recognize me <laughs> with long hair, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, uh, you know, and then I, I was back in LA and then I got a call for this big national commercial cause I did stunts and, uh, I don't know if you've, any of you been to Vegas, they had the stratosphere, the big tall, uh, yeah thing and yeah it was for super glue so i was going to be on the outside supposedly super glued uh, <laughs> and as it goes up and down you know saying, hey, super glue! and i thought this sounds like a blast that ought to be some <laughs> good money and uh so and i accepted it and then as i'm walking out of the uh, the studio the casting director says we need to line up uh when you can get your hair cut and i went whoa 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 what what uh, she goes, yeah, yeah, you need to look like a, a newscaster or a school teacher. I went, wait a minute, you're going to cut all my hair off? Aww. And <laughs> I got home, called my agent, and I said, oh, man, this is some really good. Those are the jobs actors like to get because, you know, they pay really good and keep, keep them going for a while. And I said, oh, I don't want to cut my hair off. And then... <laughs> the next day, and I said, uh, she said, I've got to tell them. I said, well, I'm going to... Tell them we'll think about it tonight. And <laughs> she said, we've got to tell them tomorrow. Well, the next day I got, and by then I was getting some some uh, nice calls just straight into the studios for, for things. And uh, I got a call and they said, Babylon 5 wants to see you. And, and this was the Nelson Week rating shows coming up. And that's, that's the big episodes. That's what all the actors want to get on. Everybody and their brother is going to be watching. Mm -hmm. The pay is better. Usually it's a two week shoot. So I went to and got cast on Babylon, but then uh, it's like all the makeup and you wouldn't even know it's me, you know, maybe by my voice. And 
So I called my agent and I said, I'd really rather do the TV show than the commercial, even though not the same money. And I no longer got off that call and she called my agent and said, uh, they want to see you for JAG. I went, oh, like in 15 minutes. I went over there huh. and that was just a straight casting. I went in. Nice. Yeah. yeah, And they wanted the hair. So I called <laughs> my agent from the studio and said, the hair stays. Commercial, <laughs> bye. <laughs> uh, I, I, and I'm gonna, I got Jag and she said, you got Jag and Babylon. David, I've never known an actor. You can't do two. Yes, sorry. Uh, Nelson at the same time. I mean, it just doesn't happen. There's, I said, but there's got to be a way to work it out. And by the time I got home, I got a call from Drew Carey show. Same day. It's all the oh, same wow. day. Every bit of wow. this. And I had, I had uh, done a musical, which only played one night because the guy that wrote it had a nervous breakdown or something in the hospital. Oh, no. But the one night was great. Yeah, it was me and 12 naked women on stage. It was really nice. Wow. Sounds uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole, whole other story. But anyway, so the hair worked for that, too. I was Jim Morrison, and the casting director had been at that opening night and called me into Drew Carey, and that was a straight casting as well. So I called my agent then. I went, drop Babylon 5. Well, Drew Carey and Jag, well, I don't know. And so the two shows got together and worked it out. So I got to do them both. Oh, wow. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I think Drew was second in the ratings and Jag was fourth. That was, that was, that was good. And I got to keep my hair for the whole thing. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> the full victory. Yeah. 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 I lost it shortly after that for the next role, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kept it for a while. You kept it when it counts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was funny because it was a nightclub in Hollywood doing Phantasmagoria night. And we never knew about it. This is back when we were in Hollywood. We never knew about it uh, until like the very end. And when, uh, by the time I did Phantas, uh, I had a, a, a celebrity, a big star friend of mine, who said, you are really doing some work, David. You want to try and keep your costume, get your script signed by all the stars, you know, some of the backstage photos, uh, you know, because it's going to be worse stuff and something really cool to leave your kids, grandkids. So mm -hmm. by the time we did Phantas, I had it in my contract that I keep wardrobe number one, which means my costume. Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> everything else was auctioned and, and uh, I was talking to Ken just the other day and uh, all of Roberta's stuff. Everything's in the museum, uh, interactive mm -hmm. museum somewhere in Boston. And they've contacted me two or three times to see if they could add my costume to it. Um, I just didn't want to lend it out like that. But I, so I, I kept my costume. But we, we found out about this club event and I could have put my costume on with my long <laughs> hair and walked around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of getting a getting a call from from a, from Boston by like a from like an angry Indiana Jones saying that belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Ken said they got all our stuff. They don't have your costume. I said, yeah, they, they talked to me and you know, sent me a message a time or two, but I don't know. Just wanted to hang on to it. Yeah, I, I understand that. I would too, for sure. So I'm curious, mate. Did, did you, was there a point where you played the game like start to finish when it was done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, Victoria and I never played it together. Um, I don't know why. We never played it together. Uh, I played it with, with others. Mostly friends would uh, have me come over and, and, you know, play the game. And then uh, the, the director's son had asked me to come over and play the game. And he, he was uh, on the Internet and he said, 
I don't know, he was, uh, I don't know what he was on, but he said, hey, uh, a couple of these people want to ask you a question. I went, cool. Well, it wasn't <laughs> visual. It was like this, sort of. And first two questions I was asked, I was like, well, I have no idea. What happened <laughs> in the mirror through the, no, I don't think I was there that day. I mean, there was a lot involved in the game. I wasn't there for every <laughs> single part. And so uh, I didn't know the first two questions. And then that person wrote back, you're full of shit, man. That, that, ain't, <laughs> even, that ain't even the actor. Oh, my. <laughs> that ain't you. <laughs> so I, I haven't done that since then, really. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, did, uh, did you guys do, like, a release party? Did you guys do any touring? Like, what did you guys do when the filming was done and, and the game was uh, being released? Yeah, we did. We did. It's about two thirds of the way through. All of a sudden, uh, reporters were coming from Japan and all over. Huh. Every day, we had a set time where we'd do three, five, six game uh, magazines, you know, uh, uh, interviews. And uh, then afterwards, we did a little bit of a, a promo tour. Uh, went to a convention. I was there with Ken and Roberta on that. And that was. Just fun to walk around, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, uh, yeah, some, some tours, signed some posters. Uh, there was a green poster, and nobody has this either. Uh, I have two, because there were very few, and it's the one we used on the promo tour. Oh. And, yeah, so as far as I know, there are less than 20 signed, because most of them were given out. Mm -hmm. I signed maybe eight or nine, and so with Victoria, that were given out. Uh, I don't think she kept any. I kept a couple. So those are kind of cool. I'll, I'll sign one and send to each of you. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, I'll make, wow. I'll make a copy of, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. And send them because those nobody nobody has. I kept all the articles. I have a whole chest of all the articles and, and oh, this cool. and that. And I, oh, it's oh, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. When yeah, are you thanks. inviting us all over to dinner? I think we uh, all want yeah. to look through your magic chest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've already envisioned us all hanging out here coming up. Uh, once, okay. uh, once travel is allowed again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Especially for us two Canadians. Yes. <laughs> well, one of the one of the interviewers, uh, I remember him saying, you should be buying stock in this game because it's going to, you know, well, I didn't know anything about stock. Actually, Victoria and I, we discussed it, and I said, I, I don't know. I only thing I'd ever bought was gold and silver when mm -hmm. I had big paydays. A little bit here, a little bit there. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't know about stock, and she didn't either. And that was probably a, well, it was. We discussed it later. Big mistake. Because, <laughs> you know, we, we could have taken half our salary and put mm -hmm. it into stock. Uh, no problem. And right. made five times more <laughs> money, but. Who knew? Mm -hmm. That reporter knew. <laughs> <laughs> so I was curious. There was a there was another FMV from Sierra called Gabriel Knight Two. Um, are, are you aware of that game at all? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just in a. This is a, a kind of a toss away question, but I, my inner child is just curious. Have you have you by chance ever had like a a conversation or back and forth with with Dean Erickson, even if yeah. even if on Facebook? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. That's just so yeah. wholesome to hear. I'm glad you said yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dean, Dean's great. Uh, I was going to actually send him a message, or I may have done it already, because uh, he's published some books, you know, and I'm trying like hell to get this book of poetry out. I mean, it's all written now, but now it's the, uh, uh, 
illustrations and Jesus by Christmas, by God, for sure. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to quiz him uh, a little bit about his publishing. Uh, so, so you're uh, so you're working on a poetry book then? Yeah, I've been working on it for thirty-two years. No, no, for a couple of years now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, and I, I had it all ready, uh, ready to send to Amazon, and then uh, and then a, a, a fan, but a friend who's been on for a long time, uh, won huge award last year, Artist of the Year for South America or the Americas. Uh, and said, um, I would love to illustrate, you know, a couple of your poems for you or whatever you want. Oh, I went, nice. oh, wow. wow, that's a good idea. I didn't even thought of illustration. And so there are a couple of uh, artists in our gaming world that I have looked at or, you know, their work and have much respect for. So I've um, been hesitant, but I was thinking about contacting a couple of them and see if they would illustrate a piece or two for me. Mm-hmm. Once I have all that, then it goes to Amazon. It's done. It's ready to go. I'm going to be recording it uh, in October as a book on mm. tape. Nice. Nice. Oh, great. What's the book called? Have you thought of a title yet? Uh, Driven from the Darkness. And because it's, you know, when I started a lot of this, so some of it, you know, people are going to relate to Phantas, absolutely. But mm-hmm. it's, it's progressed uh, because it was, it was originally, I started writing it for the fans, you know. And, you know, it's a little darkness there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it's progressed. Um, I, I put one piece out maybe a year ago, and I think it was on the fan page, and said, if anybody would be interested, just let me know. And I had, you know, several hundred people, like mm-hmm. 600, say, yeah, I'm interested. So mm-hmm. so I've been working on it ever since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited uh, yeah, for it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not, uh, I was talking to, well, Carl, and I was talking to Ken and, and a few people about it. I just got Ken's book yesterday. Oh, good. Home. Like I can give him notes. You know? <laughs> yeah, just, just need your notes, David. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, That's great that he I'm... thought of you. It's great that he uh, decided you'd be one of the ones to um, look it over and uh, you know verify his stories. Yeah, cool. it, it was very cool. I, of course, flipped to the Phantasmagoria chapter first, which is all I've read <laughs> so far. Um, <laughs> I, I tell him I'll have it all read tomorrow and, and uh, send whatever notes. I mean, like, like I said, I can't give him notes. Good grief. <laughs> uh, that, I, I was going to tell you guys, thank you so much for this interview. Uh, right after Roberta and Ken Williams. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I'm like a wallflower in, in a bar singing karaoke for the first time. And, and a couple gets up who should... And they sing so well, they should win the voice. And then I hear, okay, next is David home. 
<laughs> well, and I loved hearing Roberta's point of view on the game Phantasmagoria, how close it was to her heart and, and how near and dear it was. And in fact, so much so that she had actually written about potentially doing a third one. I know she didn't do the second one, but she was asked right. about doing a third one. And at the time, she said if she could have gotten enough support, and of course, if the, the company was still around, then uh, they might have even done that. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. She had so much uh, passion, tenacity, drive, mm -hmm. uh, just vision, just perfection. All, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just, uh, it was amazing to work for somebody like that from Hollywood because, you know, you don't get a lot of that at all. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was amazing to work for that. Plus, we got along uh, so well immediately. Mm -hmm. And yeah, number three would have been great if the company hadn't sold. Uh, mm -hmm. Don would have risen again. <laughs> <laughs> was Phantasmagoria your favorite uh, to work on? Or was uh, it another TV show or movie? No, no. It, of all of it, looking back, uh, Phantasmagoria was, was my top, favorite. Top. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's mm -hmm. great. So it's your favorite and Roberta's favorite. That is just, that's so awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I, I like that when I, when I heard her say that. Uh, I, I was so I knew Ken was going to be on your show. I, I had a feeling Roberta might pop in. We didn't. Myself. We didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I had a strong feeling, but it was so it was just awesome just to sit there and listen to her. I was smiling and oh. laughing uh, and reminiscing uh, and yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, should have should have sent her a message right then. See, you should have showed my ass. <laughs> There's notes for your book, Ken. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, funny. At, at least from the side shot, right? Just like something that's not mm -hmm. completely, but just, you know, show that it's there. Yeah, because we're allowed some side boob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, and I, I like I liked their interview uh, very much and in, in listening to Roberta, because uh, she was on set well, from the moment I auditioned. Mm -hmm. to them you know she was there every minute for everything totally available um and then i loved hearing her say that 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 was her her favorite that was really cool and then also i you know i didn't i learned a lot from their interview like gabriel knight had real sets i mm -hmm. i was thinking they were blue screen a lot too but yeah <laughs> a little different when you have a real set and cat and, well, we, yeah. did, we did have a cat but you sent, you sent a Dean a Facebook message like, what the hell, man? You guys got a real uh, set? Uh, yeah, I, I, I sent them a, a pretty lengthy message yesterday after I listened to the interview the second time. <laughs> oh. So anyway, um, I, um, I will also, whenever it happens, um, by Christmas for sure, bad government, uh, when the poetry book's ready, I'll, I'll sign a copy and send it to all of you as, as well. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank amazing. you so much. That's amazing of you. Yeah, that's that's very generous and uh, hey, much appreciated. You want, to, that's... you want me to read one to you? Absolutely. Oh, please, that would be great. This this is this is the one that I, I put on the fan page whenever that was. It might have been two years ago. Okay, I'll read. Yeah, let's see. It's called "Awake, I Dream." Life, lucid, leap of faith. A facade to be reckoned with. Tomorrow's luck, traveling to heaven. Relentlessly, we seduce the painter. Images 
subtly perfumed by escapism. We forever agonize over the boundary while probing the panoramic promise. Our true spirit, blithe and vision, always searching on borrowed time for a beginning beyond the end. Mm. The end. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I really I, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, there'll be, there'll be things um, when I was talking to one of my writer's friends who's got five or six books out, uh, said, you know, because uh, I, kept, I kept saying, well, I, I keep rewriting. If I go back and read it, I'm going to start rewriting. And then some of it, I'll look back and go, why did I change it? You know, and <laughs> said, no, don't do it. When it comes out from the creative soul, sometimes rewrite, yes. But when it comes out like that, especially poetry, you know, leave it, leave it. Because that's, that's, that's the essence. And some pieces are going to stick with people. They'll relate to it. Their life, yeah. their history, their... And other pieces are going to go, oh, well, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> I don't get this part at all. <laughs> so I'm just making well, sure I spill all the words right. It's <laughs> truly subjective poetry. You know, what it means to you, what it means to the reader. I mean, even more so than a book or a movie, there's there's really so much that uh, you can take into account in your own life when you hear poetry. So it, it can mean a lot to people. And you don't even know why when you write it. Right, right. No, when it, when it really comes out. Uh, I can barely write fast enough mm -hmm. to get it to get it done, and then like we get done with this, and I sit down and say, "Okay, let me write a couple pieces." I'll sit there for forever. Can't think of anything except I need to go over and clean my mom's toilets out. <laughs> She's calling that, again. That is poetry <laughs> no, right there. No, I turned the phone off. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you for letting me read that one. Thank y'all oh, for letting me read that one. That was oh, cool. no, thank you. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was yeah, great. Yeah, beautiful. That, that's the first uh, uh, anyone's heard. Actually, no one's read anything, so that, that's mm -hmm. the, the little premiere, I guess. Awesome. Nice little sneak preview of the rest of your book. Mm -hmm. Oh, It seems like you have had quite a varied career. Uh, how did you get into real estate? Um, back when, let's see, it was, it was crazy because I had just reached such a nice pinnacle um, and uh, my my stepfather passed away. I was on location, couldn't come to the funeral. Uh, and I heard my mom was going downhill a bit. And I was just burnt out. I've been acting since I was seven. You know, I went from theater to the yeah, print jobs and then industrial films and then the movies and TV game. Just, I've been all around. I did, I did a lot. I did a whole heck of a lot. And I was just, I was just burnt out. And I made a decision in a, a day, I gave away a bunch of stuff and most of my stuff and just uh, threw the rest in the U-Haul and said, I'm going to go to Texas for a while. I didn't say anything to anybody until I was on the road. That's when I called my agent and said, I'm taking off to Texas for a while. What? I said, yeah, yeah. How long? I have no idea. I can always act. Uh, I just need to, just need to uh, refresh myself. Uh, I did a lot of traveling over the next 10 years, 39 countries, uh, get more perspective on life, you know, and yeah. stories and writing. But uh, I came home and uh, my mom was in a, a, a bad place. This is before the health even started. And I heard back then answering machine, remember those. So I heard messages coming in, you know, and she wasn't paying attention to anything. And I said, hey, mom, what's it take to be a, a real estate agent? 
well, about six weeks. Well, I had my license in, I don't know, 10, 14 days. And I said, we're going to be partners. And and uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we, we did great. Had a lot of fun. I didn't realize at that point how much people were looking you up on the Internet because I'm out with people many times. <laughs> and all of a sudden they go, uh, so uh, what was it like being on this show? Or, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, I played that game you were in, man. I went, well, cool. Okay, here's the front door, and there's the back door. Let's look at the kitchen. <laughs> the real estate was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You know, it's nothing now, of course, this year. Everything died. I mean, this, this, this is the craziest, uh, surreal year uh, any of us have ever known. I mean, it stopped... Mm -hmm. uh, it stopped so many of my plans, everybody's plans, job, work, everything dead in its track. I was in real good negotiations with an Academy Award director, a uh, foreign director, um, to do a movie. I'd love to do another movie, especially quality like this. And I mean, everything has just stopped mm -hmm. yeah. for the time being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, travel plans, pretty much everybody's parked right where they are. Yes, it gave me a lot of time to, well, finish my poetry book and mm -hmm. uh, do a lot on Facebook. Uh, I, haven't, I hadn't been on off and on, you know, I've been on quite a bit lately in the last few months and had a lot of fun. Just been educating myself and meeting so many, so many new people. I mean, every week it blows my mind still how uh, I'll get, you know, it, it runs, it runs in like I'll get. 12 friend requests from Venezuela, <laughs> nine from Taiwan. You know, they, they all come in little sections. Like, I don't know what that's, what that is, but I get so many every week. And in the old days, you know, I would just, uh, you know, accept or if I even paid attention. And this time I look people up and I'm like, wow, that's a really cool person. He wants to be mm -hmm. my friend. Wow. That's cool. And, and have had some great conversations, you know, and I'm friends, some of these people, they'll, send me the coolest message back. I mean, not when they were nine playing the game, but <laughs> I, I played the game at one time and then my wife and I, and now, you know, and just the, the coolest messages. I, and I, I was bawling oh, a little over a year ago. I, I got this message and this, this, this lady said, I had terminal cancer. I was 22 or something. And, um, you know, they, they said that was going to be it. My parents bought me the game, brought it to the hospital. I went through the chemo radiation and all of that and uh, not expected to make it. And I got so into that game and mm -hmm. your blue eyes. And that was, you know, however many years ago. I now have three children, no cancer. Oh. And mm -hmm. I read that and I just, uh, I started bawling. I am a marshmallow anyway, but mm -hmm. I started bawling because uh, you, you don't ever know. No. How mm -hmm. you affect people's life, uh, and not just the game, but you know, the littlest things you do can affect mm -hmm. somebody in ways you'll never know. It makes such a difference. Well, it's true. You know, you might say something you think is an offhand observation, and it turns out that it changes somebody's viewpoint entirely. So it's it's pretty impressive. <laughs> yes, I um, should re re-release re it. Take to the hospitals mm -hmm. and say, hey, this will help your patients get over there, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> so how uh, I I didn't even know people were still making FMV games, and and here it is that you happen to be doing a voiceover in one that I mentioned earlier called Dark Nights with Poe and Monroe. How did all of that come about? That uh, let's see, um, Gene. I was a friend of Gene's, uh, and I signed the script you know, for him to do the charity the auction, and I was a friend of his. He got a hold of me, Tim. Uh, super good folks, super good folks. Yeah, it was just a little bit, and I was happy to happy to help out any way I could. Mm-hmm. I, it, I think certainly that, uh, a higher were, video quality. Yeah, um, people are still making these games. I guess I heard Roberta talking, you know, to y'all about it, mm-hmm. which companies and what would because uh, what can be done now. I mean, Fantas was very exper- experimental, uh, even more than I knew. At the time, uh, especially listening to Ken and Roberta talk about it, and what I've learned since then. But uh, compared to then and and now, uh, it's crazy what what can be done. I would love to make another one. Absolutely love to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would absolutely love to see your name on more game uh, bylines. I mean, great movies, TV, I would love to see all of what you want for you. But for me personally, because I'm a gamer, that that's what I want to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game would be uh, would be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'd love to see. Not blue screen, and they'll let me show my ass. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in your rider. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping my costume, and I'm showing my ass. Exactly. <laughs> Where do I sign? <laughs> I know you had to wear a face prosthetic later, and that it was an acid burn face prosthetic. Uh, now, from what I heard, there was like only one face prosthetic and you guys had to work like a week solid wearing it and by the end of the week uh, I hear it, it wasn't super easy to do. Right, right. I, I don't know why there was only one. <laughs> I don't know why there was only one. Yeah, but and that was a lot of shooting with that and yeah, by the end of the week it was it was getting very hard to keep it on. <laughs> keep it on my face. Pizza face. That's what we call it, pizza face. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, it's pizza face day. Oh, great. Oh, no. Good deal. Held together with dental floss and a prayer by the end. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was so fun. I was trying to get them to, to uh, not pushing it, but at the end when uh, our, the chair and the at, uh, guillotine and all that, mm-hmm. I was going, hmm, you know what? I, I thought of another ending. I was just trying to bring mm. Don back somewhere down the road. I thought of another ending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of that flew, but it uh, no. was good ideas. Uh, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Save it for number three if you don't <laughs> sell the company. Exactly. No, the ending for Don didn't go so well there, and it's too bad because at first he seemed like such a nice guy. Yeah, well, and that's true, and he is, and uh, <laughs> it's showbiz. Mm-hmm. Anybody can be reborn, come back alive. Mm-hmm. That's the best That's thing right. about showbiz. Well, you know, I'm curious. You had mentioned that that you sold, uh, or so, when you were selling houses, that, that a few people would be like, "I recognize you from the game." And from what I recall, I think I think when I purchased a, a house back in the day, that the real the real estate agent gave me like a, a nice gift basket at the end, as if it was customary. I don't know if it is, but if it is, and if you ever get the chance again, could you maybe leave some drain cleaner if they recognize <laughs> you from the game? Like a nice little I, you house. Know, uh, <laughs> for you absolutely uh, <laughs> yeah fruit basket uh that was the customary thing when i started but you know i 
I had a problem uh, you know, eating a few pieces on the way to the closing and then trying to seal it back up. <laughs> I'll <laughs> just replace re- it with the box version of the game. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, then I realized, yeah, maybe maybe I'll give them a, a gift card to like Home Depot, uh, something Aww. really useful. Uh, mm-hmm. So I switched over to that. Now, now that's pretty standard of what everybody does. I don't think anybody does a bag of fruit anymore. But for you, drain cleaner, absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. And if you don't mind, sign the drain cleaner, too. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> there was, this, there was this, this guy There was this guy that came in, and this is old land down here. Big old Texas old field guy. And I wanted to get him a house for him and his his, uh, his daughter. He got every other week or whatever. And got him a house. We looked at it, and I said, and he said, well, this is, this is perfect. I mean, doesn't have a stripper pole or my beer in the fridge but it's perfect so before the closing i bought a stripper pole and went over and put it in the living room and <laughs> put some uh, playboy centerfolds taped to it oh and yeah well 12 pack of his beer in the fridge and at the closing when i handed him the keys i said you remember what you said it wasn't perfect well it is <laughs> 45 minutes later i get a call you son of a gun it's perfect <laughs> hit the nail on the head that's yeah. great that's Read the kind the of fun things yeah. i like to do i love to do things like that oh that's great uh, mint. well i i think we've we've taken a whole lot of your time mate as it is and i i think unfortunately we're gonna have to try and wrap it up but yeah this flew flew by mm-hmm. yeah yeah, really well, it's been my pleasure. I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. I hope. Well, it's a well. It's been a great pleasure to have you on, and we would uh, absolutely love to have you on again. Well, mm-hmm. my sign yeah. to do another game, y'all. We'll we'll do this again. Yeah, we would absolutely love that. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye out for your book for sure, and and make sure that everybody knows when it's when it's available. When it is really, really personally, I know all three of us are really looking forward to that. It's going to be lovely. So, so thank you again for your time, and thank you everyone for for listening. We love you guys. Uh, you know the routine, right? We're we're a Facebook group, Classic Gamers Guild. Find us on Instagram at CGG Podcast. Find us on Twitter. Do us a tweet at the CG Guild. Uh, you can send us an email at mail at classicgamersguild.com. Uh, thank you so much to all of our Patreons. I really appreciate you for making this show possible. Um, and a special extra special thanks. A special extra special thanks, yeah, to uh, to Mark Fillion and Jay Holmes for your support. Appreciate you guys so much. And uh, I think that's about it. So everyone, you know, stay safe and don't do a murder unless you're you're dumb.